Hey, City Point, me, Tony here, and I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Can you believe it's already 2017? What a crazy rush. You want to know what? Next weekend at City Point, we're starting a brand new series called Stronger, where we're going to look over the course of the next few weeks through January, how we can get stronger in a few significant areas in our life. We think if we can round out 2017 just stronger, uh, that all of us would think it would be a better year. Uh, today, though, I want to talk to you about a stronger culture creating a stronger culture. Around City Point, we have a staff culture. It's a staff core values that really help us make up our culture that I thought it'd be fun to share with you. But have you ever wrestled with this? Isn't it true that there are some environments when you show up, you think, you know what? That's just what I expected. It's just kind of average. I actually have this experience most times when I show up to a restaurant uh, of any type. I go, you know what? That was pretty good. It's few and far between when I show up to a restaurant or a fast food place where I go, no way, that just blew my expectations. There's something different about this place. I actually think this happens whenever I visit Chick-fil-A. Uh, when it comes to fast food, I go, Chick-fil-A has an amazing culture. Um, just the other night, I took our family up to do some Christmas shopping before the Christmas time was over, and we had some Chick-fil-A, and there was just a couple times in the conversation with the person who was checking me out that they said, my pleasure. And it just blew me away. There's something about the culture of Chick-fil-A that just draws me in. And I was thinking about this personally, that I think that all of us would love to get stronger in our own culture. Maybe it's for you personally, maybe it's for your workplace or your home. And I think this is true, that people are drawn to great culture. Uh, one of the things that I like about our church and our staff is that we have a unique staff culture that helps make us who we are. It actually reminds me of a time when I was at my roommate's wedding. We were just got done with the rehearsal the night before, and before we kind of kind of wrap things up, his parents prayed over him and his wife and their future home. And one of the things that they prayed for was that their home would be a place of peace. And I just remember at that spot going, man, that is so crazy that they would pray in advance for their home to be a place where people would come and just relax, that they could breathe deep, that they'd be a place of peace. And it just dawned on me that what culture we create, what we pray for, what we put energy to really, really matters. And so for the next few minutes, I want to look at what defines our staff core, our staff core values in our staff culture, and maybe invite you in to thinking intentionally about 2017. What type of culture are you creating in your own life, in your home, and in your work workspaces that you're uh, in? Now, big question here. Does God give a flying rip about your culture? Does God care at all about the culture you're creating? I actually think he does. Uh, in a letter that Paul wrote to uh, some Christians in Rome, he actually says this. He says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. I think what he's saying here, he said, there's a culture there that this world has that I want you to do the opposite of. Don't copy those things. Have a unique culture. Have a unique behavior, a unique way to live. He says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Friends, I love that statement. I love the fact that God cares, that he actually 
calls us to create something different, to not copy others, but to ask him and then create an individual, a unique culture that would honor him. Now, again, I said this a few times already that our staff culture is unique. We have some values that help us shape it. And for the rest of the time today, I'd like to share with you our six staff core values that shape our culture. The first one is the best is yet to come. You might have heard me talk about this, but this is our optimistic uh, staff core value. This is the optimistic value that helps shape our culture here to make us think, yeah, I know Christmas was good. I mean, 2016 Christmas at City Point was ridiculous, but the best is yet to come. Easter's coming. Yeah, I know this last year was great. But our better days are still yet to come. We actually believe that the best is yet to come for our church, for our staff, that there's going to be more that takes place because we actually believe we have a God who is so great. It reminds me of this phrase that maybe you've heard when you've been out to dinner with some friends, keep your fork. Have you ever heard that? If you've been invited over to a friend's house and they serve you a dinner and, uh, and quite possibly they take your plate away and as you're going to put your fork on the plate and take them, I love this when this happens, they say, oh, keep your fork. The best is yet to come is what they're saying. Pie is on the way or cake and ice cream or whatever you, I mean, whatever they have, the dish is yet to come. Keep your fork, baby. The best is yet to come. I love that. It reminds me of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. It's a verse that we just hold on to. It says this, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. I love that. The best is yet to come. We have to have this view. We have to believe this to help shape the culture that we create here. Now, the reason why is because we believe God is great. We believe God is so amazing. We believe that God has the best yet to come in our lives. And I'm telling you what, this does not mean that nothing bad's ever going to come. That'd be stupid. It'd be stupid for us as a team to go, oh, you know what? We're never going to have a bad Sunday. We're never going to have a time where we have conflict. I mean, that would be just, we'd be nut jobs if we walked around thinking like that. The truth is there is going to be some hard times, but with Christ, with Jesus in the center, we can hold true to this best is yet to come. And it reminds me again of something that Paul wrote to the Christians in Rome. He says this, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. And I go, for heaven's sakes, Paul, why the heck would you write that? We can actually rejoice. We can, we can believe the best is yet to come when we run into problems and trials. Well, I want to know what the rest of that verse has to say, and I'll put it up on the screen for you. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. The best is yet to come. You're going to get endurance through it. I love that. We know that it will help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character. And strength of character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Friends, I'm telling you what, it goes on to say this, and this hope will not lead us to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Ultimately, our heavenly father is going to call us home someday to heaven and the best is yet to come. And so we're going to hold on in the midst of trials, in the midst of hard things, and when we had great things that we're going to go, the better days are yet to come. It shapes 
our culture, this one staff value. We take this, the best is yet to come, and we grab this word best, and we break it down into an acronym to do our next four. The B stands for believe better. Believe better. For us here, this is our integrity value. This means if you're going to be a part of our team, our culture, our staff, you better be somebody that we can believe better in. You gotta be. Now, this means that we actually have people and when we hire somebody and when we started the church that I was gonna bring on board with me, Sam and Ryan, and then when we added Jordan and we add more people this next year, they better be people of high integrity because you won't fit our culture if you're not. And so I just have a thought for you. I wonder if God wants to increase your integrity this year. I wonder if God is asking you to be a person that other people can believe better in. Listen to his thought on integrity in Proverbs. It says, the Lord detests the use of dishonest scales. I love that. He detests that. He doesn't want you to lie and cheat, but he delights in accurate weights. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Check this out. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity, which means their deceitfulness. He's going, hey, you want to have a great culture? Boy, have some serious integrity. So question here, how is your integrity? Are you somebody that you can believe better in? Are, are, are you somebody that people go, you know what, if they're late to work, you know, there's a reason why. They're not a flake. They're not somebody who just skips and, and kind of just forgets about stuff. No, no, they have integrity. You know, when they leave or they take a phone call, they're doing what's right. And they are holding such a high level of integrity. That's who we want in our culture. We think that helps shape us to be the best that we can be as a church. Believe better is B. The E is everything matters. Everything matters. For us, this could be summed up as sweat the small stuff. You know, care about the details. It's not uncommon on a Sunday morning, even before the volunteers show up at the high school, to find Sam, our campus pastor, out in the commons mopping, spot mopping different sticky stuff that's on the floor. I mean, it's not terrible, but there's spots almost every week where, you know, maybe a student, you know, drops some juice that he's in there mopping, making sure it's great. A couple Sundays ago, there was, must've been an event on Saturday night and there was just popcorn and just pieces of stuff all over the auditorium, all over the, the commons where the carpet was. We had a volunteer just spend upwards of 30 minutes vacuuming the whole place. Now, would anybody really probably notice Probably not. But to us and our staff and our culture and who we're trying to be, we go, everything matters. Everything matters. Why? Because we want to be great stewards of whatever God entrusts us to. It just always jogs my memory to a verse in Colossians in chapter three. It says, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative. You do it as if you were doing it for the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. This drives us to think everything matters because we are ultimately serving the God of the universe. We're ultimately serving our Savior. And so this will move us. Now, you're going to need discernment. You can't just go around going, oh, I got to pick up every piece of trash because your home will turn into a nut place, all right? So you're going to need discernment on everything matters. Choose what things really matter and then let those things matter. Other things, let them go. But I'm telling you what, when it comes to your home, your workplace, you figure out what things matter 
and you go for them and you do whatever you can to honor the Lord in that. B is believe better. E is everything matters. S is simply shocking. Simply shocking. We want people when they show up to City Point, when they show up to our church, to our staff, for them to go, wow, no way. Most of the time when I talk about myself, I go, I want people when they look at me to go, good grief, that guy, you know, they came up with this, it's that good. I mean, look at them, you know, good grief. Simply shocking. Why? It's because we actually believe we have a simply shocking God. We have a God who is simply shocking. He has blessed us with so much. Again, it reminds me of Psalm 8. He says this, when I consider your heavens, God, when I think of what you've created, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind? Another version say, who am I? Who am I that you are mindful of me? Human beings that you care for them. Who am I that you care for me? God, when I think about how shocking, how great you are, I go, my goodness, wow, no way. That's incredible. And so I just want to share with you some of the things for us that are simply shocking. You, you might even, when you hear this list, you might go, that's not even that shocking. To us it is, and it's something that we drive. Well, one of the things that we do around here is we respond quickly to emails. Just respond quickly. We think it's simply shocking. If you were to email one of us on staff, we'd get back to you within a day. It's just, we want to be simply shocking. Another thing that we do is we schedule volunteers early. It's just something that we say we're going to do. You might go, that's barely even shocking. I go, it's simply shocking that we take care of our volunteers, that we respond quickly to emails. Our band has practiced before Sundays. You're going to show up, and if you invite your friend to come, you're not going to go, oh my goodness, that music. No, we're simply shocking. We want you to know that we've put a lot of energy into it. And for me, myself, I go, the message has been practiced and prepared by Thursday. And so you can know that, that for me as a communicator, I'm going to make sure that I am prepared, that I am practiced up, prayed up, and ready to go. Now, there's a lot of other things that help us do this, but the question that I have for you are what are the areas that you want to start being simply shocking in? What are, some, what are some ways that you might be simply shocking? A couple that come to my mind that might be for you is be on time. When you say you're going to be somewhere, simply shocking is actually showing up on time to the very thing that you've said that you're going to be at. Maybe it's even church and you would actually hear the first song of our service, which would be awesome. But be on time. That's simply shocking. Uh, another one might be go home on time. I know far too many guys who, who just abuse this one. But simply shocking to your spouse or your husband or wife is go home on time. When you say you're going to be somewhere, you know, be home. Another one might be play with your kids. I got my phone here. Get off your phone. That's simply shocking. When you go home, put it on a shelf and engage. That's simply shocking. Uh, one for, you guys are going to just love this. 2017 is going to be real good if you start doing this, right? Schedule a date night and arrange for a babysitter for your spouse so they don't have to worry about it. Simply shocking. You might even get some love, all right? And you can just say thank you, Tone, because you helped me be simply shocking. Now, simply shocking, again, it just drives us because we have a God who is simply shocking. He amazes us by his goodness, amazes us by how great he's been to us. So it drives us. So everything matters. We believe better. We are simply shocking. And then the T is truly thankful, truly thankful. This one for us is our heart. This, 
we think if we miss our heart on, on all this stuff, then we're going to just, it's just going to be nuts. Um, this one has a lot of personal weight for me because this one used to be this word, tough. Not only did it sound stupid, uh, but it was very, just not very effective. Uh, for, for us, I'll just be quite honest, tough was the, the Larry the Cable Guy, get it done value. It, you know, this guy, yeah, get it done. You know, like this was that value. We were like, we gotta have some grit. We gotta be tough. And the reason why we had that value is because we had to set up and tear down. We have to pull a trailer. We have to unload. We set up lights and a stage and set out chairs. And, and I thought if I could start City Point Church and our staff culture and our staff value was tough, then maybe it produced in us the grit. You want to know what I found out? Is it did produce in us grit. And as we went Mach 3, trying to do all the things that we were called to do, we lost our heart. We found ourselves being really tough, and that produced things. But we were tough, and we didn't have the soft hearts that I think God wanted us to have. And so I just started praying, started asking God, could I have another word? God, could you give me another T word that would help shape the very culture that we think you want us to create? And he gave me the word thankful. He gave me the word thankful. It comes from this verse in Colossians chapter three. It says this, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Love that. Just be thankful. Uh, I felt convicted that thankful was the word that we were supposed to be. Now, here's what I also found out, that you can fake thankful, can't you? I mean, you actually coach your kids to be faking thankful every Christmas when they open up random presents from people that they don't barely know, or maybe it's grandma and grandpa, and they open them up, and they grab them, and they go, I don't want that. And you're like, just fake it. Just be thankful. You know, like, and so I found that you can fake being thankful. That's why we added the other word, truly thankful, truly thankful. It reminds me of this verse. It says, and whatever you do or say, do it as representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks. Be truly thankful. You've got to be truly thankful. Let me again remind you of verse 15. It says, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. It's the heart that matters. And so I actually think, and this has moved us further than I ever thought it would. We compel our staff, we go, please show up on Sunday mornings. Please show up to the office. Truly thankful. Thankful that you have a savior. Thankful that you have a job. Thankful that you have a family. Thankful that you have skills and abilities to point other people for Christ. I'm telling you what, if some of you adopted truly thankful as the culture that you're going to try and create, as the value that you're going to hold on to, I promise you, 2017 to be stronger and that you'd be better for it. So we have the acronym BEST. We have the best is yet to come. And then our last one that kind of rounds everything out for us is we go with God. We go with God. Uh, this one is the spirit led. This is we trust God for everything. This is he's our boss. He's our number one. Um, here's what Galatians 2.20 says. This is one of my favorite verses. It says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. I go with God. I, it's all him. It says, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. A couple weeks ago at City Point, we showed a video of Tony Dungy. He's a former NFL coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And towards the end of his message that he shared via video, he said, you know what? It's really easy for me. He said, I asked Jesus to help me make every decision in my life. He's my head coach, was really what he said. And I just love that. 
He goes with God. It helps shape and inform everything that he does. And so I'm telling you what, this value for us is twofold. Number one, when it comes to any cultural issue, we go with God. We're just going to go with him. We're going to go with what the Bible says. And number two, when he prompts us to start something, to do something, to make an invite, to do something different than we're doing right now, we just say, God, you've given it to us. We're going with you. It reminds me of something that we're going to do here in the new year. We're going to launch City Point Care. It's going to be a way that we love on people in our county at a much greater level where they can actually ask for resources, where we can point them to people who can help them out. City Point Care. It came from a prompting when I was driving from Chicago back here to Washington after a trip of mine. And I just felt God kind of lean in and go, hey, why don't you up the care of City Point? And I go, done. I'm going with you, whatever you ask or say. Another thing that comes to my mind is when we hosted a City Point hangout. This was our staff inviting a bunch of pastors. There was other 19 other pastors that gathered around in our staff, basically our church, gave away the different things that we think have helped us be systematically good at what we do. So some children's ideas, some worship and production ideas, some message stuff that we're just handing out for free to everybody else. And we're going, it was a prompting from God. We're supposed to help, love, equip other churches. Big time question to round us out. Is there an area in your life where you're not going with God right now? It might be sin. There might be a sin area in your life right now where you go, good grief, I gotta go with God. I gotta get some help on this thing. I need to maybe ask a friend to keep me accountable. Go with him. Get rid of that stuff in your life and start going with him. Others of you, it might be money. Right now, you might be holding on so tight to your money and God might be going, I need you to start going with me. I need you to start taking a step of tithing, start giving generously, start, you know, honoring me with your finances. And you're going to go, Hey, today I'm going to start going with God. I know it might seem scary. I know it might be a big faith step, but the culture I want to create in my life, the value that I want to hold on to is I go with God. For others of you, it might be serving. God might be just going, I've given you gifts. I've given you abilities. Would you just start exercising those in my church and pointing people to Jesus? And you're going to get signed up to serve. I'm telling you what, when we start doing this stuff, when we start getting a stronger culture, when we develop some values within us, it's contagious. People are drawn to great culture. And I just want to invite you to look at it and to think intentionally this 2017 at the start of this thing. I want to pray for you as we close and pray that God would help you discern what areas you need to get stronger this year. God, thank you so much for today. Thanks so much for a chance to be together. And God, right now, I just want to ask that you would prompt our hearts with different areas where we need to get stronger, different areas of this culture thing in our homes, in our lives personally. Maybe it's at our work that you want to increase. Maybe for some of us, it's integrity. You want to do a work in our integrity. God, would you convict us of it and give us a drive to get stronger in that area? For others of us, maybe it's, we want to go with you. And right now, maybe even some of you are watching, you're going, I know for me, it's taking a step over the faith line. I need to go with God for maybe the first time in my life. And you're watching this and right now you're going, I think God's asking me to give my life to him. And I'm telling you what, that's the best thing that you could do. It's the culture shaping moment for you when you take a step 
of going, I used to trust myself, I used to hold on to my very own, but now I'm putting my hands and my faith and my love and my joy in Jesus's hand. If that's you, I just wanna lead you in a prayer right now. You can pray something like this. Dear Jesus, right now I give you my life. I wanna confess my sins to you. I know that I have made mistakes. I know that I'm a sinner and I need the love of Jesus and the forgiveness of him to save me. God, right now, I wanna start going with you. I put you first place in my life, making you Lord and Savior. God, thank you for what you're gonna do. pray this in your name. Friends, I can't wait to see what God does throughout this year and especially in this new series called Stronger on January 8th. We'll see you back at church. Have a good one.